Welcome back to Be More Super, the podcast, where we explore the world of entertainment with celebrity interviews from your favorite movies and TV shows. So grab your popcorn and let's get to know these stars better and what really makes them super. We are brought to you by PropStore.com, where you can find your very own piece of entertainment memorabilia from screen use props to costumes. Now, here's your host, Brian Garner. Oh, good evening and welcome to Be More Super live with myself, Brian, and my co-host, Dan. I do apologize about the uh, the bit of the delay of, of, of getting live uh, because we had a few internet difficulties. Good old modern technology, eh, Dan? But we're back. Uh, we, we'd been gone for a couple of weeks because Dan was selfish and he went to New Zealand for a few weeks with his other half. Uh, but what a show, Dan. What a show. We've got a special guest for the third time on the show. Uh, I would say he's my favourite guest, a uh, phenomenal actor, uh, which we'll in- in- introduce in a second. First of all, Dan, how are you, my friend? Yeah, not so bad. I'm a bit annoyed that on screen right now you're more tan than me, and I've just spent you know two and a half weeks on on the other side of the hemisphere, and uh, and you're you're browner than me. So uh, cheers for that, Brian. Uh, that uh, that fake bake's kicking in. No, that is good. Um, you know, camera settings. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but quickly before we go on to our guest, uh, join us tomorrow night. Uh, we've got Stephen Dunlevy. Uh, live with us at 10 o'clock. He's a stunt coordinator for John Wick 4. He's worked on Mad Max, uh, absolute legend in the stunt community. And then next week uh, at 8 o'clock, next Wednesday live, we've got Jamie King uh, talking about a latest movie, Lights Out, uh, and also Sin City and all the other things that she has done. So tonight we have got a great guest. We've got some giveaways as as well from Xbox, which I'm really, really excited about. But let's introduce this guest who's starring in Paramount Plus's Halo, which I've got to say, season one, I'm a fan. But from all accounts, season two blows that out of the water. It's the awesome Joseph Morgan. Joseph, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me again. Cheers. I appreciate it, guys. Do you know what? It's just great to have you on because one, I could listen to your voice all day, and you're one of these. <laughs> you're one of these stars that that you know for to say how famous you are and the amount of phenomenal work that you do. You just seem so grounded and down to earth and so well connected with your fans and everything that you do. I just think is just lovely, um, you know, and I just think uh, it's fantastic. Oh, that's really kind of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, you know, the the thing is, in terms of, like, to go to what you were saying about connected with the fans, I mean, they're the reason why I have a career, really. You know, like, going back to all the way, obviously, I did a ton of work before Vampire Diaries, but on Vampire Diaries was where I really saw the fandom rise up and create these fan-made trailers for the originals. They made it a show before it was ever a show, and then they went back and joined the dots from all my other jobs. And, you know, they've just been kind of so supportive ever since. And, and my wife has been a big part of that. Persia's been a big part of that. All through lockdown, creating these stage it shows to connect with the fans, to keep everybody, uh, you know, feeling like they're supported and like they're part of something, um, which they are. You know, we've created this kind of online family and community, really. So I'm, you know, 
just so grateful to them for for all of their support and love yeah yeah i mean i mean again they're 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 watching live now from around the world i know there's some people watching at 4 a.m in the morning can you imagine getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning? And, and you know, I was watching, uh, before we talk about Halo, I, w- I was watching a lovely video of you at a Monopoly event um, that you went and you did a okay. Q&A with, with your wife. And uh, sadly, I couldn't make the event, but I watched the video and I couldn't stop smiling from ear to ear. Um, I just thought it was just marvellous how you connected with the fans on 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 stage. Um, it was just brilliant to watch. But let's talk about Halo. Halo, um, which is epic on so many scales, and it's dropping tomorrow. Yep. I think it's midnight tonight, um, PT, and then 8am for the UK, um, which is great. And you're playing the new boss which I've got oh, yeah. to say, either you've got an amazing agent or you've made a pact with the devil because you are getting these roles <laughs> that, are, you know, are dream worthy. I mean, first, 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 first of all, how do you get all these amazing roles? What's the secret to your success? Well, uh, I do have an amazing agent and manager who have been uh absolutely fantastic my manager in fact i've been with for 20 years so he's seen it you know i signed with him when i when i was uh i was in mexico filming master and commander and i went over to america to meet some agents and managers and that was my first job so you know we've been in it for the long haul but i think really uh it's I've been fortunate enough to have uh, a couple of key people believe in me along the way. First of all, Julie Pleck, who created, you know, mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries and Williamson. And then, you know, her having faith in me to, to, to go out on our own and do the originals. She's been brilliant. And then second of all, David Wiener, who's the showrunner, he created the show Brave New World, you know, which mm-hmm. like, which just, I met you, Brian, when we, I came on the show talking about that. And he is the new showrunner on Halo. So it just worked out uh, really well for me that um, he responded to my performance on Brave New World. And in fact, we were talking about uh, potential season two for that show. And he had all these ideas for my character. I was really excited to explore. And then, of course, Peacock didn't pick it up. And then we kind of kept in touch, but I hadn't heard from him for a while. So he was the one who contacted me saying, I've got um, there's a role for you in my new show. Uh, if you want to get on the phone and talk about it and I'll send you some scripts. And I, I saw on his email, it was now signed off, David Wiener, showrunner, Halo season two. And I thought, oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it's that, it's people believing in me. And it's also that I'm a huge fan of genre. I mm. always have mm-hmm. been. You know, I love sci-fi, I love horror, I love fantasy. So I'm, I'm just drawn to that. And I think probably that passion comes through and, it's no accident that I find myself in, in those kind of dream roles. Cause for me, they're like, I always think it's another role that the 10 year old me would just be so excited <laughs> about doing, you know, there's I a, yeah, uh, there's a, uh, so, sorry, Brian, my apologies. Uh, we've sorry? got a bit of a delay on the internet. So I, there's going to be a lot of that laser <laughs> gents. So my sincere apologies in advance. Um, Joe, Joseph, welcome to the show. My, my apologies for not speaking. I was just in awe of your accent, by the way, because you know, 
Brian's from Nottingham and I'm from Sheffield, and you're making us sound re- very working class this evening. And this is us putting our posh accent on as well, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, <laughs> but go, going forward, I mean, you know, if Halo drops uh, in in the next few hours, and there's an there's an element of a new set of fans, you know, and and you know, we we all know that the Vampire Diaries fans are quite uh, enigmatic to uh, to give it the diplomatic phrase right and and, uh, and in terms of the video game crossovers that, that we've that we've had over the years this one is by far and away one of the best ones i've seen are you are you ready for a for a new set of fans and and uh, and a new set of enthusiastic um, cheerleaders as it were yeah, absolutely. Because you know, I'm I'm one of those fans, Dan. Like I I'm I'm a huge gamer. I I love video games. I always have. You know, ever since my Commodore sixty four, and um, then my showing your Nintendo. age. Yeah, I know. I know. I shouldn't be saying that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like so. Absolutely, I'm I'm passionate about gaming, and uh, you know, I was no stranger to Halo. I, I had flagged it as a show that I wanted to watch when I saw season one was coming out, just because I I love the world, I love the games. So yeah, I'm ready to be a part of that community because you know, just like when I joined Vampire Diaries, I also joined Twitter at the same time, which was mm-hmm. the big thing back then, and. Uh, I had a great time just communicating with fans about their favorite uh, horror novels. You know, I'm a huge Stephen King fan, so we talked a lot about that. Favorite movies that are, you know, uh, vampire-based or supernatural-based. So I could talk games all day, you know. And so to be a part of that community and that fandom is is really exciting to me, yeah. I'm in my element. So let's talk about James Ackerson. Who is James? Uh, because on the trailers, he looks like an awesome character. Yeah, he's, you know, he, as is stated in the trailer and in the show, he's the new boss in charge of the Spartan program. He takes over from Halsey. He's, uh, he's a military guy. He worked his way up the UNSC and he's, um, he's working for or in, in control of the ONI now, or ONI, um, which is the Office for Naval Intelligence. So he basically has come in with an agenda to, to shake things up and and uh, do things his way. You're going to find out quite quickly he's under a tremendous amount of pressure. There's an imminent threat, which he's aware of, which others are not aware of. And so he's acting uh, to counter that threat. And he needs to very quickly bring everybody on board with him. And the way he does that is um, sometimes quite abrasive. So it's a lot of fun because he's just trying to sort of manipulate everybody into doing things the way that he knows they have to be done. I mean, from the actual footage, he looks a bit like a villain uh, of the show. And a lot of people have commented online that, that is he the new villain? But I'm just thinking, Joseph, any character that you play is very multi-layered. So I've got a feeling that maybe he's not as bad as we think he is. Um, And it's going to be interesting to watch him over the season. So is he a villain or is he just maybe misunderstood? I think, you know, he's he's certainly set up as a villain initially. But no, I, I don't think he is the villain of the piece at all. Well, in fact, he's not, you know, you're gonna, it's going to become clear within a few episodes that he, uh, his reasons for doing what he wants and what he wants is, uh, for the greater good of humanity. He's all about the survival of the species. So he's playing a very, very big game here. 
and sometimes that means sacrifices. And so at first it may appear that he is um, being set up as sort of the antagonist of the piece. But really, I think there's there's a lot more to it than that. And that's going to become apparent as, as the season goes on. Joseph, which um, which characters do you prefer playing? Is it the is it the you know the nice guys, the straight laced guys, the protagonists? Surely it's more fun to play the bad guy, right? Yeah, I mean it is. I've said it before, Dan. It is more fun to play the antagonist because you come in like you know a whirlwind and you shake everything up and you get to kind of cause a lot of the drama and then it feels like the hero sort of follows you in your wake picking up the pieces and trying to make everything right i have done i have uh played the protagonist the hero of the piece before and that can be fun you know i try and look for the the gray areas so certainly mm-hmm. um when you're playing a hero you, i i for me i look for those the 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 flaws, you know, the imperfections and the darkness in him, and and playing the antagonist, I I always l- try and look for the redeeming qualities and the vulnerabilities and the things that are going to connect the audience with that character because you want them. I want to confuse the audience certainly when I'm playing a character that might appear as a as a villain at least at first look. I want them to feel conflicted and and to kind of root for him. I almost see it as a personal challenge, you know, to 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 bring them on board or at least help them understand where he's coming from. Yeah. I mean, this season, as you mentioned earlier on, has got a new showrunner that you worked on on Brave New World. Did you have to audition for this role or was it a case of a, a cheeky phone call to say, uh, you know, I've got the perfect role for you? No, uh, it was a it was a cheeky phone call for this <laughs> job, which, which is is fantastic. You know, I, I've been doing this for for twenty years now, and uh, you know, just recently, Titans as well was a cheeky phone call. So it, it's it started to be, you know, I feel like I my audition is the previous twenty years of work that I've done and the fan base that I bring, which is undeniable now. Um, but also it's it's it is there is something very satisfying and rewarding in, in the idea that it, that the work's starting to be recognized and people are placing their trust in you so it was an interesting one with halo because i was working on titans until three days before halo shot so i had three days off and then i was shooting on halo so i couldn't even make the read through of titans so nobody really knew what i was going to do when i came on set as Ackerson. so it was a little bit you know heart in mouth wow. kind of thing I thought, I hope they like what I've figured out to do here because it's sort of too late if if not, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how hard was that to go from Titan straight into the role of Ackerson? Because, you know, how would you prepare, you know, you know, for that in that little, little, little time? Or did you have a bit of time while fi- fi- filming Titans to get your head around it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was, really. You know, I had a few months while filming Titans to get my head around it and and back into that world. I played through Halo Reach, the campaign, just because any excuse to to play a game as part of my research is is good. Um, And also to feel like part of that world. You know, and I, I, I went in, I dipped into the graphic novels and I built my, you know, I did all of my own sort of prep work, uh, which a lot of that is digging through the script and finding the clues that are there and developing this character, building a playlist. You know, I like to do character diaries so that I I normally have a notebook where I accumulate all of the kind of ideas and thoughts and things about the character. 
Um, so I did a, all of that before, but yeah, it was difficult just physically. It was quite exhausting. We shot in Budapest for Halo, so flying straight there. And then I did a lot of, um, I did a lot of flying in and out of Budapest. So I decided that Akasum was an insomniac because I was always jet lagged and tired playing him and sort of powering <laughs> through that tiredness. So I decided I'm going to utilize that. And, you know, he, he's, he is a guy who would be a workaholic who would never really have moment of true rest. So I felt like that's a good element to kind of bring in. Do you know what, Joseph? Say, uh, I, I, I was, I was just... going to say that's a wonderful idea to, 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 to sign away the, the bags under your eyes. You know, if you've had a really sleepless night and you've got these, <laughs> you know, those big dark circles, you're like insomniac and playing yeah. an insomniac. Method me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You know same, same for the video game playing. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've got a massive confession. So I have never, ever played a Halo game. Oh, wow. Never. But season one of Halo got me into the Halo world. Um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, I believe that everyone should be playing Halo. Out, out, out there to support it so what i want to do is give away uh to some of the viewers um three three month ultimate game passes uh that was given to Boom. us by x xbox so uh, can I win? Jo- uh no you can't win uh joseph <laughs> can you see can you see the comments by 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 any chance on on the screen oh now i can yeah, brilliant. Oh, yeah. So, so what what I'm going to do is, um, I want all the uh, lovely viewers from around the world to write just one word for me, which is Halo, uh, in the actual comments. And Joseph is just randomly going to read out three names, and we're going to make a a comment of it. So, no, I can't do this. I can't why? do this, Brian. I tell you why, because I know a load of these people. Do you? I know oh. who they are. I'm connected to these fans so deeply. Have, have you okay. paid them? Is that, them is that what events. it is? Is that why our internet's broke? <laughs> That's what it is. So I would be, sp- I would okay. be targeting people that I know. I, I'm going okay. to have to, you're going to no, have to read no, the names. No, that is, that, <laughs> is, that is fine. Um, so I'm just going to bring this up so I can make notes. So randomly uh, people that, uh, so we've got Gemma Melville, um, she's the first one there, so we're gonna uh, make a note of her, uh, Melville. Wonderful, congratulations! You've got three months worth of Halo Ultimate Game Pass. Um, and then the next one is Jamie Frost. I'm just literally randomly reading them out. Jamie, well done! You've also got three months worth of uh, Ultimate Game Pass, courtesy of Xbox. Um, and then we've got Chloe Everly. Chloe Everly, uh, well done, my love. You have got the next one. Um, so what I need you to do, if I read out your name, is just private message uh, us either on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, <laughs> threads. <laughs> I know, there's so many. There is so it's many another social job, media. It? It's another it job. Is. I can't it is. keep up. To, to, to is, be honest, is threads... I, is threads worth having? I've been looking no. at it recently. Like, what do you think? Don't no. do it because once you do it, no. you can't go back, can you? Exactly, you can't. Yeah. You can't. yeah, you can't, and it's not worth it. Literally, I ask my, I ask asks, I ask my daughters how to use social media. 
they're 10 yeah. and 6 and it's shocking that I've actually hired my girls as my social media managers but um, but yeah so private messages um, and we'll get those codes off to you immediately well done um, Joseph don't well go done. anywhere Bye. we're just going to do a quick sponsors message and we're going to get back to some um, fan questions so won't be a second So quickly before the internet goes out, this is a sponsor's message. So if you, um, you know, would be interested in screen used props and costume pieces that have actually been used on screen, you never know. They it's, might been, uh, have... it's been so long. It's been so long. Do the code. Do the code. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Calm yourself down, son. Right, so if you do want to get some props, to, um, screen use props or costume pieces from your favourite movies uh, worn by your favourite actors, who know? Who knows? They might have stuff there from Joseph Morgan. Um, so visit propstore.com. Uh, Propstore are the number one place to get your props and cost costumes. They do am amazing auctions. They really do as well. If you want 10% off at the buy now section, Brian 10 is the code <laughs> Brian 10 uh, so get over there check out propstore.com they've got everything from every movie and TV show which is yes. screen used uh, you know worn and, and used on screen but let's get back to Joseph uh, so here we go. Hello, Joseph. Um, Joseph, so Joseph, just just while we've got you, my apologies. You know, if you were, you know, if you were approached by you know a company that um, that wanted a code from you in order to you know to to get a ten percent discount, would you would you go with Joseph Ten or would you come up with something more fun? Um, I'd probably try and come up with something a bit more cheeky than Joseph it, Ten. It, it, right, right. I didn't Brian. come up with it. Dan, I did not come up with it. That was it wasn't me. So, so what? What I wanted to say because obviously you've you you you've played Halo. You've played a lot of games. Uh, the biggest thing for this show, I've got to say, speaking to friends that have seen it, that has been into Halo, is the fact of Master Chief takes his helmet off. Um, for me. I think the show is fantastic. Pablo plays a, an, an amazing mass master chief, and I think what they've done with it is magical. What's your view as a gamer in the whole thing of mass master chief having his helmet off? Okay, let's talk about it, shall we? So here's the thing. I think that Halo Season 1 had some really good moments. There were elements about it that uh, I wasn't so keen on. I think that Halo Season 2 is like a reinvention of the show. For me, mm -hmm. it's grittier, uh, sort of darker in its aesthetic, which looks a lot cooler. I just think it's a far superior show in terms of the writing. It's got a, a more consistent level of action throughout the season rather than huge set pieces and then none for a while. And the the dialogue is just better. It's more character-driven. Uh, we get into more of the politics of the Halo world, and it's certainly much, much, much more faithful to the canon, to the to the games and to the novels of Halo. It really draws upon that. Um, so if you're a fan of the games and that world, I would urge you to dive into Season 2. You don't even need to watch Season 1. You can pick up <laughs> right from Season 2, uh, jump into it. And I can say that objectively because I'm not, I don't have any like bone to, I, I'm, I have no reason to promote season one. So I'm here to say season two is better. If, 
if you don't, if you're not, um, you know, if, if your version of Halo involves Master Chief not taking his helmet off ever, then there's nothing we can do to, you know, to help you here. Like, he does take his helmet off in the show, and that is just a fact. So if you're dead against, like, if you're not going to watch it, unless he's got his helmet on all the way through, then, you know, it is what it is. Don't watch it. But let me tell you, you'll be missing out because so much of what you loved about the games and the Halo world is in season two. And I think you'll see just from watching the trailers, hearing the music that they've used, the little details that you can see, that there's someone who really cares about Halo and that world has created this, has has come at it Mm -hmm. from a fresh angle. And so I'm really proud of it and I'm excited for people to see it. Um... Did I put the helmet on and take a selfie in it? Maybe, <sighs> maybe, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never tell. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? I, uh, you know, from previous conversations, I know that you collect a few things from different projects. What have you like, stolen, Joseph? Like, what have you stolen? Tell us because... what you've robbed from the sets. That's what we're getting at, and he's farting around the pool with the question. No, I'm just being a bit diplomatic because I know that you you you, you had the little walnut from Immortals and you've it's... you've you've collected things. Have you collected or liberated anything from Halo? Yeah, I did. I, I tell you what, I got. And it's just a very little thing, but you'll see it on my costume throughout, except in the first scene I'm in. It's in every scene apart from the first scene I'm in. And uh, it's a little uh, ONI sort of badge that I'm wearing on my suit. And I took that as a little keepsake. Um, so, yeah. And, 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 and did they by any chance say, hold on to that and keep it safe because you, <laughs> you might need it in the future? <laughs> No, yeah, funnily yeah. enough, they do. They do have the budget. They've got quite a few of them. They, they do have yeah, the budget. Yeah. There, there, there was a box of them. They won't. They won't miss it. It's all right. It, it's were, not like you're stealing like the like the helmets or the guns or anything. So you're all right. You're okay. Well, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They've got uh, so much cool stuff. They've got these carts on set. You know, they wheel on with the helmets and the, the the guns and the different props. It's just amazing to see after playing it as a teenager. You know, to to be there, walk on the bridge of a Covenant ship, and it's they recreate it. You know, the, the the green screen element is often outside the windows of the ships, but they build a lot of the sets practical, and it's just it's phenomenal work to see. You know, and and I can't wait to see the new suits because apparently the suits have been sort of changed slight, slight, slightly to to be a bit better for the actors. Um, uh, I mean, last last season I had Bentley. Uh, Kalu on on the show and he's he's got a voice that only whales can hear literally yeah. he's got such a sexy voice he really has the uh, but let's, guy as well. yeah yeah but let's do some questions from the fans um so let me just put here uh well a comment um got one here from duda uh joseph uh morgan uh, send a kiss to brazil Brazilian fans are here, especially Clara and Duda. Um, so, you know, um, we went to Brazil recently, Persia and I, for CCXP the end of last year um, to promote Halo and to unveil the teaser. And the Brazilian fans were just so amazing, so passionate and supportive. It was incredible that the energy in that state, like in the arena, was just vibrating. It was, it, it was unbelievable. My bosses from Halo were there, and they were blown away by the fandom how supportive the fandom was was so, it thank uh, you, was it rio that you were in uh it was sao paulo 
I was uh, I, I was in Rio last year, and um, the Brazilian people have got so much passion and so much energy about about anything they do. I absolutely adored it. I, I you know even e- e- even you know you could hear people having arguments across the street. You know you know the you know those type of people that will throw plates when you're having a tear up just because you've got oh, yeah. late a bit drunk. You know that type of people. I, I absolutely loved Rio de, de Janeiro. I absolutely loved Brazil. I went in America and I saw everything. So uh, big fan of big fan of Brazil. Uh, I'm, I'm try- can you tell I'm trying to garner myself my own Brazilian fan club here? Um, <laughs> you just have to get me at in capitals. That's what you do. Like yeah, apparently so. When you type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I saw saw the video of that at that event, and I've got to say the fans were crazy. You were sat in the middle, and I've got to say the executive producer of the show has got the coolest name ever, which is yeah, Kiki yeah. Wolfkill, which oh, is what? amazing name amazing um, yeah she's great so, as well she she's a big gamer as well like so we ch- chat in games while we were there it's great um right so julia palouse julia palouse is oh, a friend of the show she's an absolute week. darling she really Love is her. or what yeah. uh, you would call her a lovely um which i just think is fantastic yeah. <laughs> so she's put here uh, do we get to see ackerson's backstory and has he lost anyone he loved in the conflicts? Uh, if he did, is this why he's so determined to do whatever is necessary to defeat the Covenant? She's right on the money, Julia is. You know, she's always, uh, she's clued in. She gets it. <laughs> so, yeah, we do get to see some of Ackerson's backstory. And we get to learn a bit more about his personal life in episode three. Um, and we do see someone potentially uh we do see that there's been a tragedy in his life which uh well i'm in dangerous territory now we do see that there's been a tragedy in his life and we do get to witness um another sacrifice that he has to make which will shape the person that he is oh oh so uh let me get some more questions here uh, there's so many comments on here. It is crazy. I should have really made a rule at the beginning saying. I, I tell you what. Why, question, why are you searching, Brian? I've I've got yeah. a question here. It, it comes it comes up most weeks, Joseph. Uh, but not. But this one is. It, it, you know. It, I've slightly changed it a little bit. So, for example, uh, who smells better, Colin Farrell or Russell Crowe? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that what you really want to know? Is that from you, Dan? Uh, it, it's from Dan from Sheffield. Um, you know, <laughs> could be. <laughs> but both different different scents. You know, equally, different scents. Uh, I, I imagine Russell Crowe having a bit more of a spicy musk. You know what I mean? That type spicy, of spicy musky scent, and Colin's more like he's rolled in a fresh meadow. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just make a note of that. You you pick me out of this, Brian. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the next question meadow. is uh, is from our Wild Things sixty six. Joseph, Ronda, what's your yeah. what was your uh, biggest challenge taken on this role? My biggest challenge taking on the role, uh, you know, I it, it probably the biggest challenge I felt was my first day. You know, coming onto that set like that baptism of fire. I had like a three-page monologue. You'll see in the show. Tomorrow, um, my first scene as Ackerson is the first scene that I shot, and it's briefing all of the Spartans. So they were all there, 
and you know I had this massive monologue to do and I hadn't done the read through and no one knew what I was going to do and I just had to come on and and they'd sent out a memo going no sides on set everyone make sure you know your lines so I thought look well I've just got to go in and and do this and the coolest thing was they were all so supportive and so lovely and I remember uh, doing my doing it the first time doing the speech and then looking at them after I finished and seeing Bentley like this <laughs> just so I, like the, the biggest most frightening human being so nice and gentle and kind and giving you know it's, it's lovely I, it really I, is. I, I love i love the idea of, of that scene is you introducing you you know your character introducing yourself to to the team but you know in some respects yeah. it's you also introducing yourself to the cast it's like it's like so even the faces that they're pulling of him of them going who the hell is this guy that was actually real i guess right yeah, there was definitely a bit of that. And I thought I've got to, you know, I've got to do something good because also I'm coming into a show where they're, they've already done season one and there's yeah. a new showrunner. And he's brought on this actor from his other show. And so there's it's a bit of fun. like, well, who's this guy? And you know, who you've you brought on this, you know, what's, what's he going to do kind of thing. So I thought I have to start it off right. Yeah. Um, talking about, obviously, when you did the Monopoly event, you did a little trivia quiz on your Q&A. And you I asked did. everyone what was the first line that Klaus said uh, on the uh, on the show. So what I want to know is what's your first line that you 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 deliver as Ackerson? Can you say that, or or will you be getting uh, your NDA being thrown at your forehead? I think I can say it. I'm trying to remember it now, though. Uh, I think it's something like. I think it's. Oh, don't mind me. Carry on. <laughs> I think it's it's that he he busts into the middle of this briefing while the the Spartans are all being briefed um, by the admiral, and he just walks in, is introduced, and sits down, and I, and he's just quiet. And I thought I'm just going to see how long I can hold this moment. So because my line is the next line, so I know no one's going to speak. So I just sat there and looked around at everyone and waited for them looking at me thinking <laughs> and the, the, the actor in them is thinking is he going to say the line <laughs> as if, does he know what the line is and i thought I, i'll see how long i can hold that moment because it's kind of fun you know it's a little power play and then he goes oh, don't mind me carry on i think it's that watch it be something else now when we watch it tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> that's it we're going to watch it tomorrow and test to see if joseph was correct we've got another question here from yeah. lauren um lauren what uh, lauren's asked uh, what part of playing this character pushed you outside your comfort zone. Um, the the dance routine in episode three. Probably a lot of people aren't expected <laughs> yeah. to see. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> they're not expecting that. Do you know? I once did a, a show that was um, called Mansfield Park. You know the Jane Austen thing, and I had a hornpipe dance as a sailor. Right, I played a sailor. <laughs> played, I played Billy Piper's brother, who was a sailor, and he does a hornpipe dance. I had to learn it. And uh, my castmates on Vampire Diaries and Originals took great pleasure in, in bring, Googling it, bringing it up and showing it to me every time I got a bit testy. So uh, <laughs> I'm not eager to relive that moment. Um, Lauren, what part of it pushed me out of my comfort zone? You know, um, just trying, I think he's very contained, James Ackerson. He's very kind of uh, contained and I, I love theatricality. Like one of my favorite actors is Jack Nicholson because he goes for it. Mm. Like he really sends it out there. And so what what was challenging to me was 
trying to uh, lay off the intensity a little bit in some of it and just really contain it all and keep that power bubbling below the surface, you know. I mean, obviously, the cast in, in this show is also phenomenal. And I'm sure you share amazing scenes with the amazing cast. But is there, a, you know, a cast member that you really enjoyed, you know, acting opposite uh, that you left thinking, I really enjoyed that? Oh, yeah, there is. Um, well, I, I guess I can say now I wasn't sure if it was uh, I wasn't sure if it was like uh, if it was known by the public that he's in the show, but they've po posted a photo. So there's a, an actor uh, called Bill Patterson, who's um, a UK actor. And I'd seen him I've seen him in so much in Fleabag and in the, the House of Dragon um, just m more recently. But he's a bit of a national treasure, you know. And I, I had one, well, I had a couple of scenes with him, but one in particular. And it was my last scene I shot before Christmas, before the break. And he was just so wonderful to work with, just because he's so good. He's so good as an actor, but also because he's one of those actors who's who's done everything. So we just sat in in the little green room and had a cup of tea in between the scenes, and it was it was everything I wanted it to be that day because he just told me stories about like him doing Waiting for Godot with Brian Cox, uh, you oh, know, in the wow. West End or whatever. Just just things, you know, and little like actor stories of back in the day and stuff. And it was just brilliant. So that to me was like so such a incredible experience so i was so looking forward to it before and then it really was like exactly what i wanted it to be and he's just so talented you'll see my scenes with him in in episode three and i didn't have to do anything just had to listen to him and react because he's so good he's sort of giving you all of it you know and and why is the character of Ackerson english was that originally in the script or was that something that you wanted to change no, it's something that we came up with because uh, for a couple of reasons, you know, David, I did a Zoom with, with David and with the uh, director of the first two episodes, Debs Patterson, did a, a Zoom with them from Toronto where I was doing Titans, you know, before we uh, did the show, just to talk about Ackerson, you know, a little bit. Probably they were nervous, like, what is he going to do with the role? <laughs> like, we should probably at least find out. So we talked about accent, and David said to me, you know, the studio has asked if you can do an American accent. And I said, yeah, you can. He can, but do we want him to? Mm. And they said, oh, I don't know. And Kazakhstan, you know, I think is supposed to be American in, in canon. But um, but I felt like he's he's such a manipulator um, and he's he's sort of a slightly different with each person because he's trying to get something different from them and take a different tack. And so I felt like the English accent kind of lends itself to that because of its melody, you know. Mm -hmm. There's something in the melody, the sing-song melody, that can be, it, it can lull people and it can kind of, um, there's, there's more expression in it rather than flat American. And so I felt with, like that would be really a good idea. Yeah, with the... Um... With the, I feel I feel like the last five or six years, it's that there is there's this accent that seems to have crept out, and I believe in acting circles, it's called the mid-Atlantic accent, where it's not quite right. American and it's and it's not quite English. You know, have you have you found yourself having to Americanize up some of the terms you're saying or some of the way you might put an infraction on the end of some words in order to try and fit that mold that people tend to like nowadays? Um. Like, not consciously. I think I do in life because I live mm -hmm. in America. So 
I'm tired of not, not being understood when I say the the rubbish or the the bin or the pavement or the my trainers. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I, I'm just trying to kind of get by in, in everyday life. But I I think um, yeah I, I don't know. It, it is definitely it's been around for a while though that mid Atlantic. And I don't I think mm. I think nobody knows what it is. It just means like slightly American English. But it it just sounds to me like you're kind of doing an american accent badly and your english accent is creeping yeah. in you know that's what <laughs> yeah I, there, there were there were rumors of it that it's kind of it's come from juilliard apparently that that's what they're that's what they oh. are teaching there now that you know which is essentially really it's, oh. uh, a, 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 a british twang but saying american words like trash mm. yeah yeah well i mean that is me then that's what i do you know i i say uh trash and i say the trunk of the car and things because otherwise you're just repeating yourself oh, too much. You, we're losing you've you, changed joseph yeah we're losing you <laughs> i know we're losing i you. know I'm Do you sorry. know but then again kids kids now are talking like that because of all these american videos that they're watching you know my girls ask for candy instead of sweets and stuff like that right. it's hilarious it really really is um, so I, I, I wanted to ask, um, you know, are, are you planning to come over to the UK uh, very, very soon um, for any conventions? Because I know that, you know, people are asking all the time, is there any in, in, in the works? Yeah, we are in talks for some stuff, but nothing's confirmed yet in the UK. We spent a fair bit of time uh, over there last year. Um, so, you know, I'm always open to it and it's... Uh, it's about figuring out the schedule, of course. Like we're we're the next couple of weeks will be um, very telling because we'll see. I think how Halo does and whether we get a season three, and if we do, then when it's going to be, and that will sort of inform the rest of my life, really. So <laughs> I'm waiting on on that news, really. You know, and and tomorrow uh, you're doing a watch party, apparently. On your yeah, Instagram. so we're just. Yeah, we're just figuring this out now. So with uh, Persia and I, so um, I think we're going to, we might have to do two because there's no time that's good for everyone. You know, <laughs> our fan base is so global. It's so amazing. There's no time that works for everyone. So we might have to do one earlier in the day for us, for all of UK and Europe and later. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to go live on our Instagram. We're going to talk about it and count it down. And then we're going to, press play on the show because it dropped. It's not on at a certain time, as you know, it just drops. And then we will save that live as a post and we'll chat in the post. And that'll be the okay. thing. That'll be how we'll do it via Instagram. We've, there's been a lot of thought gone into it and a lot of sort of trying to figure out how, well, how do we do this on Instagram then? So I think that is the way. <laughs> Let, let's hope your internet's better than Brian's. Listen, oh God, I hope. <laughs> Listen, my internet is normally very, very good. I'll have you know. Um, and then I just, I just want, wanted to ask because some people have been mentioning a certain book, which is Empire of the Vampire, and and um, you know, and obviously he's got the new book as out as well. That's uh, Empire of the Damned. He's actually coming to Nottingham. The author is it Jay Christoph? Jay, yeah, Jay Christoph. Yeah, I saw that on his tour. You know, I'm actually doing a, a thing with him next week we're doing um we're going to do a chat on and it's going to be recorded like a visual and audio 
uh, thing, just talking about the books, because I'm such a fan of those books. And I got to read the second book, Empire of the Damned. I, I just messaged him saying, can you set, can I have an advanced <laughs> copy? Shamelessly, can I have an advanced <laughs> copy to read, please? And he sent me one. So, yeah, yeah. But his, but his books actually sold, sold out in the UK, which I think is fantastic, which is just it's, a tes- testament to the quality of the book. I haven't read it, but everyone's saying it's fantastic. You need to read it. And it's just my look that when I decide to go and read it, it's it's sold out. <laughs> it, it, it is fantastic. It's a brilliant uh, story. You know, it, it's sort of got all of these elements I love. It, it's, uh, you know, the first book especially as well, which sets up the whole world. It's, it's, it's like vampires in the world of, you know, it's like it's like The Last of Us with vampires in the world of Jon Snow, The Night's Watch from Game of Thrones. That's the only way I can kind of describe it all. So it's swords and horse riding and uh, all of that kind of slightly medieval feel. And but but it's it's uh, it's vampiric and it's in the snow and it's uh, sort of like a fantasy, dark, dark, dark horror fantasy with so much hope and so much kind of. Um, uh, 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 love in it it's really really terrific book i love it i think it's great and any more plans on any more audio books in the future because obviously you did the boy and the beast and bound by blood so i did on any more to come i was thinking about doing a third one to sort of close it off you know like to to make it a trilogy but but not as yet you know i so i have a, a production company i started with my wife called morgan white productions and um we have a couple of projects we have you know two feature films and we have a also a potential tv series uh coincidentally based on a best-selling novel um that we're developing and uh so that that's what i'm looking to do first and foremost but what we really need to do is find out what's happening with halo because then we can start to set our schedule for the rest of the year but yeah that's what i really am keen to uh move forward with in my career is more of the producing and getting getting in on the creative process at an earlier stage you know no that's awesome that's awesome but joseph thank you so much for coming on to the show uh you know what halo drops tomorrow i cannot wait um again it's one of the best shows out at the moment and from the mm. trailers because i'm in the uk we don't get advanced screenings of it which is so so annoying uh but then again i i enjoy it like i would the rest of the fans. Uh, but thank you so, so much for coming on to the show, telling us about the show and what 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 you're up to. I mean, what are you doing next? What are you working on next? Is it putting your feet up and enjoying the the wave of Halo? It's uh you know what I'm doing is um I've got all I've got the Halo stuff and then uh I'm going to San Francisco on the seventeenth for a convention. I'm doing a fan convention there. Um, and then we've got some some exciting meetings to do with those projects in development in uh, in Los Angeles. And then I've got about a month off and then I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to do big publicity for Halo for the finale. So I'm going to do a whole kind of round <sighs> of publicity magazine Forget photo shoot. About I- it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. But Joseph, do not go anywhere. We're going to end uh, this live stream. Thank you for everyone watching. Please hit subscribe on this uh, YouTube channel to support everything that we do. Uh, but thank you so much. Keep safe and stay super, Joseph. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Be More Super, the podcast. 
This podcast has been brought to you by PropStore.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with Be More Super and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow us on Instagram at Be More Super the Podcast and on Twitter at Be More Super. Keep safe and stay super.